I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Suns football podcast with myself, Roger Hanna and David Friel. On a Monday, David, after Scottish Cup semi-final weekend, two penalty shootouts, loads of drama at Hamden, and now for the first time, a cup final with two teams from out with the top tier. Yeah, it was eventful. Good weekend of football. I think Sunday's game was a bit better in terms of standard than uh, Saturday's game, but plenty of drama in both. And Hibs v Rangers in the final, you know, both clubs almost in Europe, a game away. Rangers, what a story that would be to win the Scottish Cup and win the Championship as well. And, and Hibs, you know, haven't won the, the Scottish Cup since 19 canteens, so... You know, so much at stake for both clubs, but a great weekend of semi-finals. Were Rangers and Hibs deserved winners over the course of the 120 minutes on each day? I think Hibs, I mean, Hibs' star man was Conrad Logan, he's my, my new fo- favourite football player, sort of hero on Saturday for them. Pam Kevin says in the Scottish run <laughs> this morning, the pitch at Hamden looked well after they rolled it with Conrad Logan. <laughs> he's, uh, he's larger than life, but I mean, I thought, you know, his size stood out, shall we say, but his saves were brilliant in the game and in the penalty shootout. I think United probably edged it in chances during the game, but I mean, Hibs had a hero in goals. You, you sometimes did that in semi finals and they held them there in the shootout. Rangers, I thought Rangers, in terms of the way they played, the way they approached the game, the style of play, it was very eye catching. I thought it probably put Ronnie Dyler's reign to shame a little bit. And seeing that, Celtic did a lot of chances, hit the woodwork. Patrick Roberts misses a, an absolute sitter. On the balance of play, maybe a job is a fair result, and then it, when it goes to penalties, it's a, it's a lottery. Is Ronnie Dyler done for now because his record? in the big games is woeful European misfortune semi-final defeats now to Inverness, Cali Thistle Ross County and a Rangers side in the championship yeah I think he was done for at half time on Sunday for me I mean I said it to, to the boys when we were sitting there I said regardless of what happens I said I think Celtic will score and they did score I said if Celtic win 3-1-4-1 it doesn't matter that first half it was just in terms of the way Celtic approached it compared to the way Rangers approached it Rangers had a partner play they'd assist them they all knew their jobs. They looked like a team. Celtic looked like a collection of individuals. And maybe that's because they are. And I, I think after two years, with players, all international players, remember, for Ronnie Dyla not to be able to put a style, and an imprint, a, a philosophy, or whatever you want to call it, on a team, is you know it's just not good enough. Whereas Mark Warburton, with a fraction of the money, and, and, and picking up players from here, there and everywhere, pretty much the English lower leagues, has managed to mould a, a system and a, you know, a real stylish way of playing and um, I just thought at half time the, the, the difference between the two team units was so glaring that I don't think he was ever going to come back from that You look at the Celtic team there, there can be no blame attached to Lee Griffiths there can be no blame attached to Craig Gordon after Bayata went off the central defence looked okay Kieran Tierney played well mm-hmm. what is going on with the Celtic midfield though because the five of them had shockers They, they, they did I mean I agree with you I thought if Craig Gordon was fine I thought that Celtic back four actually played I mean you know it's it's a deflection into Kenny Miller's path. Good things from Kenny Miller. There's nothing much you can do with Barry McKay's goal. Doc McGrew's Fiatchenko actually teamed up quite well. Boyata, I think, was injured going off, but I think the way he was playing probably contributed yeah, to the improved fact. improved after he left. Yeah, you know, get him off. In terms of the, the, the middle five, I mean, I think Scott Brown needs a rest. I mean, I don't buy into the theory that he's done. He's only 30 years old. And in fairness to Scott Brown, yesterday, although he didn't have anywhere near his best game for Celtic, 
when Neil Beaton's gone down with cramp, when Patrick Roberts has gone down with cramp, a few others, Stefan Johansson clearly wanted off midway through the second half. Scott Brown, although he wasn't having a good game, was still running about. I think it's sharpness he's lacking. I think he needs a rest. If it was me, I'd say to Gordon Strachan, listen, don't take him away with Scotland at the end of the season. I think he's played through injuries. I just think he looks I just think he looks shattered. In front of him, I think Celtic's big problem is they don't know from week to week who's playing, you know, and, and where they're playing. It's been Johansson, it's been Collins, it's Rogic, and it's Kazim Richards, and then he gets binned, and then Mackay Steven comes in. Roberts is now flavour of the month. He's got so many players, he's never managed to get a settled team. There's no partners, uh, sorry, no partnerships in there, no discernible style of play. And I think, as we said, it's like a collection of individuals. And the fact that Celtic have got so much quality means that they will buy hooker by crook score goals and win more games than they lose. But yesterday it wasn't enough. Keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sun Sport on Twitter. They've got so many midfielders, you're writing them off. We didn't even mention Ryan Christie and Scott Allen and James Forrest who can't even make the match day squad. How come Lee Griffiths is so isolated then when they've got so many supposedly attacking midfield players? Because I don't think there's a, a real... You know, to me Rangers... You, Yes, they looked like a well-coached team and a well-drilled team who, who knew where they should be, the shape was right, they knew how to support, when to support. I don't th- think Celtic do. I think these guys know that from week to week, they don't know who they're going to be playing next year, they don't have time to build up relationships. And maybe Ronnie Dyler has too many good players. M- maybe he has too many choices. You know, that's us looking at Celtic from afar. How do you think the guys in the squad feel in terms of, you know, they don't know where they're coming or going. I mean, Callum McGregor has been banished and then comes back in for six games, and then is binned again for three. I just don't. I don't think they can get their manager. I don't think they can work him out. And that's not defending the players because the players have to take responsibility for the way they played yesterday. But I just, I just look at it and I don't see any team there. Celtic to me aren't a team. They're a collection of individuals. Rangers are a team. Mark Warburton, his players, they had composure through it all. They passed the ball through it all. Is that? a courageous way to play against Celtic was he rewarded for sticking to his beliefs sticking to his game plan and refusing to refusing to deviate and, and pay Celtic any more respect than he pays the teams in the championship yeah I think so I mean I was I was surprised in a sense because at one stage you looked at it and James Tavernier was down the left wing and the next minute Lee Wallace you know was away up the left wing as well and, and it's almost come back to Haunt Rangers in the sense that if, if Robert scores that goal, especially that one, because you, you looked at the defence and Lee Wallace was, was, was away. In fact, for Scott Brown's chance, Lee Wallace was away. It, it did, you know, they, they, kinda, they played a high-risk game. They did get their rewards and they winning the penalty shootout. But I, I think credit to Mark Walburton for, for refusing to change because a lot, of, a lot of teams, especially in playing it out for the back, would have changed and, and went for the safe option. You know, Danny Wilson and Rob Cairn were still taking the ball. At all times, they were trying to take the ball. Dominic Ball was, was moving in. And I don't think Celtic did what Rangers did to them. Rangers pressed Celtic when, when Brown beat on, even the full-backs had the ball, you expected that. I think Celtic's problem really stemmed from the fact that they weren't getting close enough to ball, they weren't getting close enough to Kiernan or the full-backs, and it meant Rangers could play around them. I, I think credit to Mark Robertson for, for sticking to it, especially, and this is another thing that I think is a real hard one for, for the Celtic fans and for Peter Lowell watching on to take, is that Rangers did that without Michael Harlan, Billy King, Martin Blackhorn and Harry Forrester. Arguably three of those players would have started. So for Peter Lawwell and for try to, anybody trying to defend Ronnie Dyler over that, I, I think it is indefensible. And, and that's the thing, Rangers, they only listed five substitutes. Mm. The three senior players, outfield players on the bench, ZLM, Clark, Law, they, they were all on the pitch by the end of the game because Rob Kiernan was off injured. Kenny Muller only lasted the 90 minutes, as you would expect. What does that say about the squad Rangers have got and Mark Warburton's post-match comments, David, that 
Don't we feel by yesterday's result because he squads thin and he needs many, many reinforcements I, I for think, next season? I think he, he was right. Listen, he's, he's obviously going to say that. He's not going to say today, you know, Dave King, it's fine, I don't need any players. I, I think he was he was saying it and being cute and putting a message out there that, listen, there is still a gap. I agree with him. I think that, that there does have to be a bit of perspective about the game. Yes, Rangers are a better team unit. Rangers played the better, better partner play, the better system. But Celtic did have chances. So, you know, Celtic could have scored four or five goals. They could have, you know, Griffiths Roberts spoke about it. So, I think Mark Warburton, over the course of 38 games, will know that Rangers do need a bit more quality to week in, week out, win these games. Is the squad good enough just now? You know, I, th- I think in a one-off game, Rangers are a match for anybody in the country, and I think they showed that yesterday. I do think they still need four or five players. They were interesting results against Premiership teams because people will say, well, they've beaten Celtic, they're about to be Premiership champions. They've cuffed in D4-0 at Ibrox in the, in the quarter-final. But they've also lost at home to St Johnson. They were nil nil at home to Kilmarnock earlier in the competition, albeit they, they won down it'll be part of the last minute goal by Nicky Clark. So, you know, the squad they've got can be hit and miss. Yeah, and I, I think that's probably I mean I, th- I think if you're looking for evidence over the course of the season of where Rangers are at, that, that probably gives you a kind of fair reflection. You know, as I said, on the day they drew with Celtic in ninety minutes and then hundred and twenty minutes, beat them in a shootout. They absolutely, you know, thumped in D. St Johnson they just get hit in the break and, and you know they, they probably get taught a little bit of a lesson in terms of being streetwise at the highest level, Kilmarnock again. So I think Rangers are that. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't I think Celtic have got a bigger squad, they've got more options, and over the course of the season that makes a huge difference. And I think Rangers, you know, if they did want to compete, and if, if they go into that league next year and have ambitions of winning the league, which they will have, and, and especially after yesterday, given that they did match Celtic, more than match Celtic, then I just think he needs more, more bodies because, I mean, to name five subs, but you look at some of them, is Don Ball going to be here? Is LM going to be here? Is yep. he going to stick with Shields, Clark, Nicky Law, guys yep. that have been Players here? Out of yep. Is Cammy Bell going to go? So I, I think Rangers. Billy King as well. Billy King as well is going to go back. So, you know, I think Rangers, just even in terms of weight of numbers, and Mark Warburton pointed out that if, if Rangers do go to Europe, that's that's potentially an extra commitment that would maybe need a couple more players. So I think Rangers will add quite a lot of players over the summer and need to add quite a lot. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at thescottysun.co.uk slash sport. In terms of the final, there's a dress rehearsal for it at Easter Road in the Championship on Wednesday night. Can Hibs finally exorcise the demons of this Scottish Cup who do the stretches back to 1902? I think, you know, in our office only Derek McGregor remembers them winning the Cup. <laughs> I'll actually just talk about that. I mean, for me, Hibs, and this will sound strange given that Rangers have beaten Hibs this season and Rangers beat Celtic yesterday. I think Hibs have got a better chance now to win the Scottish Cup than they would have if Celtic had been in the final. Well, they'll have Anthony Stokes and, Stokes and Henderson. Henderson. And also, you know, I, I just think, even psychologically, they would have been in thinking on Celtic. You know, I, I do think, I think they'll get into this game against Rangers and I think they'll fancy their chances. And as I'm saying, there's so much riding on it for Hibs. I mean, what, a, what an end to a season it could be. They could get promotion. They could win the Scottish Cup. But it's also going to be a, a huge, huge effort because they've got so many games coming up. Is Wednesday night bigger for Hibs than the Cup final? Because if they slip up and lose on Wednesday night, suddenly that second place looks as if it might be beyond them and they would have to go through the nightmare of six playoff games yeah. to get up. Yeah, with a Scottish Cup final in the middle of it. Absolutely. So I think it's something we worked it out. It's only eight games. I think they'd have to play in the space of 23 days. I think it does. I think I agree with you. I think it's huge for them because I think that will make all the difference. Especially given that nobody wants to play the throwers in these playoffs. You know, people say oh, it's between Hibs and Falkirk to get to the final against whoever it is, probably looking like Kamala Hamilton just now. 
But Wraith Rovers aren't an easy team to beat. You know, Wraith Rovers are a reformed team in the league. They're in the playoffs on merit. They've got some good players. So I think Hibs, you know, injuries, suspensions mount up if you play those two extra games. Fatigue, tiredness, whatever. Mentally, it's, it's draining as well. So I think I agree with you. I think Hibs need to some somehow find a way to get that second place and just ease the burden slightly in there. Does Alan Stubbs bring back Mark Oxley for this Rangers game or does he stick with Conrad Logan who, as we've already said, was the hero at Hamden in Saturday lunchtime? I, don't, I, I wouldn't say that of all the times I've seen Mark Oxley I've been 100% convinced. I think there's a mistake in him. For me, Conrad Logan, you know, it was a lot made of his side and, and it was amazing to watch it. You're thinking, you know, that guy, it size him. He's a professional footballer but he was good. His kicking was good. The players seem to look back and think, well, we're safe here, we've got a guy, you know, a good keeper, a really solid keeper. So, I would, you know, and, and he is on loan from Leicester. You know, I mean, you saw Casper Schmeichel, he sent him a, a tweet the other night saying, brilliant, great to see you back playing, hashtag the polar bear. That's <laughs> his nickname is, the polar bear. You know, he's a good keeper. You know, he's, he's played with a lot of clubs, he's a lot of loan moves. But for me, and, and obviously he's, he's not going to be playing like that every single week, it's impossible to play like that every single week, but I would stick with him. I would generally stick with him in the league and i stick with him in the cup. What's the difference between Hibs Cup form, which has been fantastic, they're now going to have a season where they've played in both domestic cup finals, and this league form, which is patchy to say at least five points from 24? I don't know. I, I generally can't put my finger on it because, you, you know, as you're saying, Hibs, in a season where they've reached both cup finals, they could easily win the Scottish Cup. They could end up getting promotion, but then you see them play against, you know, with no disrespect to the lower league, the, the, the championship teams like Alloa and Livingston. They would have lost at Alloa. I know, that's what I'm saying, they struggle. And and I, I do think, and I agree with you, Rangers are the same. Hibs to me are a premiership team trapped in the championship, but we can only say that for so long. You know, at the end of the day, they have to, they have to get over the line in the games that matter, and I don't know, maybe they can just lift themselves. Maybe they're just, I, I wouldn't say they're getting dragged down because the, the, the results have been so consistently bad that there's clearly an issue there but I mean are Hibs good enough to go into the Premiership no problem Hibs will probably finish in the top 6 in the Premiership I would think but they need to try and sort out this form Like Sunsport and Facebook for all the Scottish football latest <laughs> and we can't discuss Scottish Cup semi-final weekend without talking about Jason Cummings penalty in normal time what on earth was he thinking? I'm, I'm probably stuck between two people are saying it was disrespectful to Dundee United and it was disgraceful to his teammates and stuff like that See the in the back of the net, everybody's calling him a hero and talking about this, right? He, he, hero or Pirlo? <laughs> exactly. It, listen, he had the, the gallusness, if, if that's a word, to try it, right? It didn't come off, and, and those penalties are always the same. And listen, he, he spoke about Zidane after it said if it's good enough for Zidane. Zidane nearly missed the World Cup final, had to understand the barn just crossed the line. I think you set yourself up for a fall, remember Gary Lineker doing one, I think he could, he could have broken uh, Bobby Charlton's record at the time, or equaled it. And against Brazil, and he tried to chip it down the middle, the keeper just caught it. You look like an idiot. The biggest thing for me though was after the game. I mean, he scores, you know, good on him for showing the courage to step up again and score the winning penalty. But it's after the game where he's asked, he says, I need to ask you about the penalty. And he says, Oh, you know, it was just good to get the winner. And the interviewer said, No, I'm talking about the other penalty. And it wasn't as if, oh, I'm really sorry that my teammates and Alan Stubbs is standing next to him. And his, his explanation was, Well, I've got my new barn that looked pale, so I just, I just thought I'd try it. I mean, self awareness, zero, confidence, sky you know, high. Sky high, not caring. And even yesterday, he's on talking about Patrick Roberts saying, I feel for the boy, but I've seen Moss at Hamden. <laughs> you know? Now, I maybe Alan Stubbs is thinking, if I take that away from him, then he, w- he won't be the same player. But, you know, for him to try that, but then step up and score a winner, I think that speaks volumes for his courage. I can see why some people think he's, he's too cocky for his own good. But, listen, if Hibs are going to have success in the, in the last month of the season, Jason Cummins will be crucial. 
a victory against Rangers went tonight would be crucial as well. A quick prediction? I think Rangers got a lot taken out of them at the weekend. I think Rob Keane will be missing as well. I think they'll go there, obviously. You know, it'll be, it'll be almost a title party for the fans at Easter Road. I think the game probably means more to Hibs than it does to Rangers. And I can see Hibs slightly edging it just because I think Rangers will be shattered after the weekend. David, we'll be back later in the week to look ahead to the return of the Premiership card, the post-split Premiership card this weekend. Thanks very much. 